Hello and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast, the OP Extra episode here. This doesn't have an episode number, so this is like, you know, we're completely out there, completely unplanned here. So uh, welcome listeners. Uh, I am Jason, the Captain Kirk, and I have with me today um, the guy who's kind of still in my... um, uh, bad books here for stealing my catchphrase at the end of one of the previous episodes. We have Carl, uh, also known as Algonon. Hey, Carl, how you, how you doing? Hello if, there. If yeah, you know, you listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, forge on and prosper. <laughs> Don't wait, wait, easy, easy. Um, we also have um, uh, Jonas uh, Hydrophilic Attack uh, back um, from his uh, break from the last episode. Um, are you hydrated enough? Um, I'm not sure. I've had a headache today, so you you are not hydrated. But but I, no. I do have some tea here. So yeah, that's, that's how good. how are you, Jonas? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. That's a I lovely know. coordinated sip of tea that I just witnessed here. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even realize I was sipping the tea until as I was sipping the tea, realizing that we're talking about tea. So. You know, they say once you're on a podcast together long enough, you start kind of uh, coordinating your behavior. And yeah, <laughs> excellent. Um, moving on, we are doing this OP extra episode because there has been not one but two pieces of news today uh coming out on the keyforging.com website the ghost galaxy's official keyforge website and it has caused a bit of stir in the community if well uh, to pull it mildly it has caused a bit of stir in the community wouldn't we agree yes i would say yeah. people have been opinionated a little bit and uh, yeah and i'm just kind of felt like i had to and we were discussing in our little Discord server that you know we we had to kind of react a little bit here and talk about what we think this means and kind of just kind of calm us all down a little bit because I see a lot of cancel culture out there um, with the uh, oh, we didn't we didn't pay for this this isn't what we pledged for um, and so I just it was a bit like okay right you know we have this platform let's let's talk about this. Um, so should we, should, should we, should we save all of the, our reactions until about the whole thing until after we've gone through what these changes are? Yeah. Sounds yeah. Good. Sounds good. So for those of you who haven't read the websites, there's a new page called, uh, Keyforging Tournament Format and Rules. Um, and they are, um, the, the, the preliminary formats which they are going to be testing at the Keyforge Celebration 2022, which will be in their headquarters in Minnesota, which I so want to be there. Um, It's not going to happen, but I so want to be there. And uh, they have are going to be doing the celebration, and they're going to be testing a new sealed, a new Archon, and a whole new competitive format called Alliance. And yeah, this is going to be interesting. Um, let's have a look. Should we have a look at Sealed to begin with? Do you guys have the website up? Uh, so yeah. I, I want to mention just from the top, just a couple of things. That these, yeah, go for it. These things, the, these formats that they are listed, have listed here, they are kind of preliminary. They say that uh, 
until December 31st, there may be still changes to them. So, so that's worth pointing out. Uh, and the, th- the second thing is that this is for <clears throat> this is format for high level OP play, and it's not necessarily going to be the same program for store level play. Uh, so that's that's the second thing I would like to add. Um, yeah, mm, good points. Yeah, no, that's that's very very um, important to remember. We st- they still haven't mentioned so much so much about casual play, and we also got to remember that when we have our keyforge decks, we can do with them what we want, um, and we can make up our own tournaments, etc. This is the some the official side. So let's have let's have a look at sealed. Um, the sealed format challenges each player to make each deck combination of two new sealed Keyforge decks, matching this deck against opponents who've done the same. So, uh, basically you, you get two sealed decks and uh, then you can combine the houses. Um, in They call them house pods. So, you, you bring three of the six houses, as long as they are different, in order to create one deck that you want to play. And uh, then in between rounds, uh, you get to calibrate your deck uh, that is swap out uh, any houses that you want to swap out and bring in other houses Uh, and uh, yeah so that's basically it Um, yeah so what what do we think about this i don't know should we start with the good or the bad we can start with the good yeah let's start with the good um i think this is really good for um, balancing out and having some control over your play experience. Um, you can, you know, when if you open up a deck, a sealed deck, I mean, we've all been there in those sealed tournaments where we open up, even if you can buy one deck or two decks, you open up and just go, okay, this is not going to be a good couple of hours for me right now because I just don't have anything here that i can use and so you can kind of have a little bit of control over you even in sealed over that that sealed experience for um yeah bringing those decks together um yeah i think that's 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 one good thing anyway anything else that we've got that's pretty well i especially like the deck calibration thing that they added in that you can swap out uh, and Mm. change the deck in between rounds because um yeah like a normal sealed if you get the, the boring deck uh you will get to play it like all over and over yeah it's even more boring uh at the end of the night uh, when you play it for a third time and lose badly um so this means you can just well if you lose the first one you can change stuff around and makes every round different and uh, uh yeah so I, I like that part uh in particular i think mm and one one advantage of this is like this is going to be used mostly in like really high level play and i know like it can i haven't been able to go to any of those events but i imagine a lot of time they involve some travel so imagine you go to one of these events you spend on hotel and travel and you get there and you get a completely unusable deck this helps reduce that variance a little bit so so in that way i think it's Kind of good. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. You uh, you have a bit of control there. Is there anything bad about the format, do you think? If it ain't broke, 
you don't need to fix it. <laughs> I think that was my first reaction. Um, and that's kind of my first gut reaction just from, from hearing this, of changing the sealed thing to going, well, yeah, if you sealed... <sighs> And I guess I play sealed more casually and I enjoy playing sealed just to do that. I play it locally. We're not talking about traveling the length of a country or to a different country to play, but I kind of like the whole thing of going, well, let's, it's it's like having a budget. You, you do the best with what you have in your hands and the skill of playing in sealed is down to how well, you know, the game, how well, you know, the cards, and the other nice thing about Sealed is that these decks are fresh to everyone. So, like, it's down to how much you know the game, not how much you know your deck. And you make do with the cards you have in your hand and the, the, the boards that you have in front of you. And that's what I like about Sealed and the fact that you, you by being allowed to calibrate stuff between every round, you are you're not giving the chance with the deck set up as it is. I don't know if you guys have opened a deck and it's taken, you know, I've opened up um, uh, a couple of decks and it's taken me 15 losses before I've really got it under control. And then I go and do three, uh, maybe three, five, ten wins with the same deck because, okay, now I've understood what this deck's trying to do. Obviously in Sealed, that's the same thing. But if you guys kind of throw away, okay, that wasn't good, that wasn't good. Yeah, you. I, I like playing the sealed and, and getting to know my deck through going through the tournament and going. Ah, okay, this is this is what we're gonna do. Mm. Yeah, so that's something that I. Yeah, one of the feelings I have about this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but one thing um, I've noticed, I have quite uh, little uh, IRL sealed experience, I guess, but. When we have played, I, like you can't help to like overhear people talking about, like you sit on the table next to <laughs> other people and you hear them talk about a specific combo or something, and then when you place uh, when when you face that person upwards, like then you know something about their deck, even if you like shouldn't, really. Um, so this form of kind of helps that at least you can't be sure that you are facing that. Uh, particular combo or those cards when you face uh, when we yeah. face them later in there that's a minor like minor thing but uh yeah yeah that's good, good so you're saying card that you, you we should make be making sure that you play sealed in a in, in, in a room with just you and your opponent and no one else because we know that you yeah. to drop into other people's games okay fair enough um, uh, i think you should have like earphones with <laughs> music so we can't hear anything <laughs> noise cancelling <laughs> yeah playing sealed communicate yeah. with your opponent okay. sign language yeah. or something <laughs> sealed hearing <laughs> sealed hearing keyboard yeah <laughs> Yeah. Either, what anything do you think? else anything else negative yeah. well, Jonas what do you think yeah so for me like the unique thing about Keyforge is that you can't modify decks like yeah. that's a unique yeah. selling point right I don't uh, want to get it there too early but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. but but for me like uh, Seal that is, it is really the premier example of that you open a deck and you yeah. do what you can with it so yeah. uh, and it's probably my favorite way to play this game so when I have my favorite way to play the game and then they change it, of course, I'm going to feel a bit <laughs> ambivalent about that. Uh, another thing is that, uh, okay, so we have three formats announced here. Uh, and basically, models where you can't change the deck 
it's only a best of three format. So there is no best of one format where you can't modify the deck. <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself a bit here, but that's mm-hmm. that's something I I, I feel is uh, not so good for a, for a game that's all about not being able to change your deck. Yeah. And finally, sealed is in my opinion the best format to teach a new player. Uh, and yeah. okay, I, we don't know whether this variant of sealed will be used in local play or not, like for a store level or not. But if you don't have this kind of old sealed where you just open a deck and play, that's really a big barrier to new players because they need to be able to evaluate the deck that they just opened and look at it. Yep. Uh, and that could be a problem, I think. Um, so, but, but that all depends on what they announce for casual or store level local play. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, yeah. we, we need to remember as well that this is the high level op we're talking about so we're not going to get many people just off the street playing on this level of sealed anyway um which makes me also think you know where you know it's almost like well you have to be kind of at a good high level of playing keyforge in order to be able to play a constructed format of uh, ai constructed game um yeah, just something that I thought as you as you were saying that you almost as well. But let's let's save let's save a few more of these the the constructed ideas until we speak about alliance as well because I think a few more may may just come up in that discussion there mm, as well. Yeah. Should we? So that's that's sealed. That's our yeah. pros and cons for sealed. I, another bad thing I suppose could be like the increased costs. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, like if it. Uh, it's also going to change for just casual store level play. Then uh, you having to buy two decks rather than one means some players might not um, yeah. come as often um, and play. Yeah. So if it's only for like the highest level OP, that's not such a big concern because people spend that money anyway. But uh, for for the local level, uh, it certainly is yeah. uh, a drawback. All you need is two decks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I think overall I'm more positive than you guys uh, about this. But I wish it would be a variant rather than just yeah swap. Uh, that's basically yeah, that. That's what I agree completely yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. And I really kind of I want to I want to try this out actually myself. I want to kind of sit down with 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 someone locally and just just see if it works. And I want to kind of get um uh, hear what. How it actually works when they play um, in November next month in Minnesota mm. as well. So, yeah, that 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 is something I'm keeping a close eye on. But I'm just I'm still I, my gut feeling is don't 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 fix what isn't broken um, on the sale thing because I think it was a really fun way and a really good entry level to anyone play not entry level but anyone at any level you could be the best keyforge player and have a really bad day at sealed you could be a really new keyforge player and have a really good day at sealed and have so much confidence because you've enjoyed a really good play experience yeah so yeah anyway um should we move on to archon <clears throat> yeah um the archon this this is the 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 new archon um the Archon format pits a player's triad of Archon decks against opposing triads. Players must 
use careful consideration not only during gameplay but choosing the composition of their triad and the elimination of opposing decks. So that's very. There's no change in that little introduction to triad. Now, um, the you have to bring three keyforged decks. Um, Keyforge Archon decks, yep. Archon format are played over a sequence of elimination rounds. Um, uh, it's basically triad because you, you get to choose one of your opponent's deck and disqualify it. Yes. But you also have decks, deck exhaustion or whatever it's called. Uh, that uh, The deck you played most recently, uh, I think, or the deck you won with, I guess. Uh, is exhausted and can't be uh, played the next round. Mm. And this is for the group stage. Uh, yeah. So then instead of looking at three decks and disqualifying, you're looking at two decks from your opponent and disqualifying one. Uh, but once you get to the playoffs, then instead uh, any winning deck is just gone. You can't use it for the next round. Um, if mm. I understood it correctly. So... After in the semifinals, you have two decks, and yeah. you uh, just get to pick one. Yeah. This is what it says about the playoff rounds. After concluding the elimination rounds, the eight remaining players are randomly paired into four elimination brackets, each consisting of a playoff match. Uh, at the start of playoffs, all decks are considered ready. Right. <clears throat> um, each playoff match is won by best of three games. In other words, for the match to be resolved, players you have to win two games to win. Yeah. Okay. The winning player continues the next playoff match and the loser is eliminated. Continue playoff matches across three elimination bracket rounds until two finalists play. Okay. Exhausted decks in the playoff. Um, a deck that has won a playoff match is exhausted for the rem- remainder of the playoffs. Therefore, cannot be used again in the current format. Resultantly, resultantly, is that is that even a word? Um, I guess it is now. At the end of the tournament, the two finalists will have played each of their three decks once during the playoffs. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's worth bringing up the differences between this and normal triad, just to make yeah. it more clear. So in the group stage, it's kind of like best of one triad. You, you ban one of your opponent's decks, you select two of the remaining decks, and you play without one, and it's best of one. Uh, if I understand it correctly. Yeah, you, and you choose your deck, yeah. 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 And then for the next round, you do the same thing, only that uh, you only have two decks available. Uh, so basically, and so does your opponent. If Well, it depends. If you won, you only have two decks available. Uh, and basically, the opponent chooses which one you play by batting one of the two you have. Mm, yeah. Uh, and if it's Swiss, I guess you will face someone else who won. So you will do the same to them. Uh, <clears throat> but... But again, it's it's kind of best of one triad, except or best of one duet or something, uh, and then and then in the elimination rounds when there are eight people left, you play best of three, but you do it with the same deck all the time, which was a bit confusing to me at first, just to understand. Like you do the same as in in the in the first elimination round, you do the same as in the previous steps. You select one deck to ban. Uh, and and uh, then you play with one of the unbanned decks, and you play that deck three times. Uh, okay, and you play that all the way through to the final. No, the so way you... I understand it, you play that three in, in times the, in the in the original. We're talking about now. I'm talking about this new format. Oh, this new format, yeah, yeah. So in this new format, once you're in the elimination rounds, 
the first round of the elimination rounds, each player has three decks. You ban one, uh, they ban one. You play one of two unbanned decks, uh, and you play best of three with that one deck each. Uh, and then after that, the deck if you if you win, that deck is out for the rest of the event. Then you have two decks yes. left. And uh, the semifinals, and then yeah. you play your final deck that you haven't played with for for the final match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they kind of clear on the like, other way. Yeah, uh, they use terminology elimination rounds from the start because uh, oh. it's basically double elimination. Oh, okay. And then playoff rounds for when it's the top eight. Oh, my bad. Mm. I mixed up the terminology. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you you explained it perfectly. But just so uh, yeah, so it's playoff rounds uh, hmm. in the end. Yeah, I think I maybe like, this discussion like highlights a problem with this format. It's a bit confusing <laughs> yeah. to understand. Uh, what the triad in general? No, this new this new this... one. Yeah. I I kind of I kind of like it, and I kind of like. I mean, I, I haven't. I don't. I've, I mean, I've never played the original Triad properly before, anyway, because I've favoured other ones, and, and we've, I've been playing Nordic Hexabs for forever. Um, but I like the the idea that you know you you're not just stuck with one deck for the playoffs, and you have to go through all your decks and you yeah you have to have a a good triad you can't just you know have to have to stick with the one deck um by the end because then that's just archon um at the end yeah. so i i i do like that and the exhaustion kind of brings in the flay a little bit of flavor from a key forge game as well so there you're exhausting a deck that can't be used but they can come back in for picking the round after yeah like I do like the exhaustion of uh, the winning decks, uh, so that part I do like. But I think um, some people said, and I agree with that, that uh, this uh, means that you need just three, like three best overall decks that can beat pretty much anything, rather than you can, as in triad, where you can have specific decks uh, that is good for a certain matchup for example because you aren't forced to play all your decks in a triad mm. where in this if you want to win it all you have to win with every single deck that's true uh, in the end and i also guess it might be i'm not sure but it, it could be like lackluster final possibly uh with a pre-decided matchup that could be like not very interesting but that uh, could happen in normal Archon as well, I, I guess. Normal Archon, yeah, but or maybe normal in old Archon, I, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, in Archon for sure. But yeah. uh, if we are compared to Triad, maybe yes. not so much. Yeah. 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 One concern I have is f about this exhaustion uh, mechanic is that you will not always have winners paired with winners and losers paired with losers. Uh, I mean, winners of the previous round and losers of the previous round. Uh, and I think it might kind of feel bad if you if you are paired down, so to speak. So you are playing against someone who has more decks than you have to choose from. Uh, because there's going to be a random element there, depending on how many participants you have, whether everyone will be paired with 
with someone with the same record or someone with a different record. Uh, and it's a really big advantage to have an extra deck to choose from in this format, I think. So, um, because having just two decks means the opponent chooses which one you play. That's that's a big, that's a really mm. kind of big disadvantage. Uh, so, and so, the when, which on its own is fine, but when you add in that uh, you might be eliminated just because you had bad luck with the draw opponent and came against someone who has more options than you. But with a double uh, double elimination, wouldn't you go to a loser's bracket and only yeah. face losers when you lose? Well, no, you, no would, you would go to a loser's bracket. Uh, but let's say you win your match in the loser's bracket. Yeah. Then next round you you will be a winner, and you will have yeah. you will have two decks. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's and true. your opponent yeah. might be a new yeah. loser. And maybe that that's true. okay that the later you enter the loser's bracket. The better it is for you. Maybe that's not too bad, but yeah, I, I think that's okay. But mm, it's a valid point, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But it, it reward, rewards people for staying longer in the winners' brackets, which yeah. I think is fine. Anyway. Yeah, it's probably fine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's just something to think about. But it, it's probably okay. But yeah, yeah. For someone who hasn't played Triad, it freshens up the it freshens it up a little bit, and it makes me kind of want to try it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah I would say overall. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Now, like again, I don't think it's. Uh, I think it sounds fun, uh, but just like replacing. I guess we shouldn't um, compare it to Triad because it's replacing Archon, uh, mm. or I'm the one <laughs> comparing it to Triad, um, and it adds time. Uh, it takes a lot longer to play a best of three rather than yeah. best of one. Um, and... Though that is only for the it's only for the uh, playoff rounds, I guess, where you have best of three. Yes, that's great. Oh yeah, that's true. But it's still like you have to disqualify decks, then choose decks. It, it certainly adds some time. But yeah, it, it is true. It doesn't add yeah. as much as a try it does. Yeah, um, um, yeah I'm interested to try it for mm. sure. I like there's no deck construction. Hmm. <laughs> no, but but I'm interested in trying this as well. Like, yeah. I, I think out of these, I I feel this could be fun to to play. Uh, I'm uh, I, so I, I brought up some negative aspects, but I I kind of feel uh, yeah sure I will I want to give this a try uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Shall we go on to the probably the the one with the highest controversy? Um, from this announcement. <laughs> oh, you think we have stuff to say about the Lions? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think. Should we, should we just end the podcast here? <laughs> um, the third um, format that we are looking at here is something called Alliance. And Alliance is brand new. Um, the Alliance format challenges not only a player's game skills, but, and please, for those of you who uh, feel a bit salty about this, please stick us with us for the next uh, few minutes. Don't uh, turn off the episode after the next sentence. It says, but also deck construction strategy, please stay with us, by allowing Alliance decks to be created from up to three different Archon decks. Okay, this is making me already feel a little bit my stomach turning a little bit here. Um, <laughs> um, 
Players must bring one Keyforge Alliance deck consisting of three house pods created from a player's collection of Archon decks. Each house pod must be from a different house. The three house pods in the Alliance deck may be recruited from up to three different Archon decks. A house pod, as we've said before, is a set of 12 cards dedicated to one house. So there's still we still have some of the um, fresh Keyforge there. Um, and then we play over elimination rounds. Um, are we got double elimination here as well? Or yeah, yeah. double elimination and best double of one elimination. Uh, for the first part, and then best of three in the playoffs. Best of three. So we get the same eight. model that we've just talked about in, yeah. in in Archon. However, this whole I think the big thing here is deck is is deck construction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's not like totally different from their sealed variant, but you you bring uh, house pods from three different decks rather than two. Yes. And of course, you have free choice of any deck in your collection where you like yeah. which houses to bring, uh, which makes it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The the possibilities and the crazy combos that you can plan in this is is it's pretty fun to to think of and i think that's that's a big pro here is that you can just it's the whole thing oh what if i could do this what if i could bring bring this this sarian with this um star alliance here which yeah that would just be insane oh wait a second i can um yeah. Yeah. So that's a good positive. Another thing is for, for 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 players who they just don't have the wallets to buy the best Archon decks for big OP because you know they do that. You get a little bit of control again. So we're going back to the thing I said before where we we have a little bit of control over the decks that we that we bring. Um and does it say we can you can you tweak as well? Not so tweak you, in between no, you can't, the game. No. no, no, you can't. So you, 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 you plan one deck consisting of three house pots, and that's what your what you play with for the whole tournament. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it would be interesting to see what the second hand uh, market looks like for decks with like one specific insane house and the other two not being great. Yeah. Uh, that might currently just be worthless, but now now there's a market possibly. <laughs> There could be. There could be. Yeah. Well, any more? What, what positives have you got here? I've said a couple. What positives do you have? Like, I see it as a very fun casual format. I would love to try this, and I think it could be very fun to, um, yeah, play casually. I'm a bit more worried about uh, it as a competitive format. Uh, mm. But that's not positive. So let's uh, let's save that <laughs> for so casual. Let's, let's, I'm very I'm keen to to try it. Yeah, let's stick with the positives. Hydro. Yeah, I think this would be fun. I mean, they already changed the sealed, <laughs> but <laughs> I think this would be fun as a kind of sealed format. You get three decks and you construct one deck from them, uh, something like that. Though now the new sealed is similar to that anyway, so that might be redundant. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the other thing is I like the sentiment of being able to use decks that you otherwise wouldn't use. Uh, I'm not sure. 
yeah, so it's 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 fun to see that you're thinking about it, but yeah, I'm not sure this is the solution. At least, at least not as with the rules that it currently has. But I think maybe with some changes to the rules, some restrictions and stuff, we can get into that later. I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. I think it can be a fun way maybe to explore more of your collection. Mm, yeah. No, I definitely definitely agree there. Um, definitely agree there. If you wanna, if you want a quick deck, and you, you can, you can plan around, you can plan your tournament. You can plan the you could you can bring decks, and you can you can make something that suits your play style. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there is an audience that. Yeah. Uh, like we have seen that in the past, yeah. people who want to have these uh, deck construction formats in Keyforge, yeah. there is a large group that don't want them as well. Yeah. But yeah. like I think Ghost Galaxy sees there might be an audience uh, that wants this, and that's the reason they want to try exactly. this. Uh, uh, so I, I don't think it's a bad idea per se to to um, have some format uh, that allows this. Yes. I think yes. maybe having two out of the three for high level competitive play is a bit much. Uh, so to, to have a constructed element. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. I'm 100% with you there. Um, I, when I when I first talked to a, a friend, um, a close friend of mine locally, who he's very involved in a local game shop, and he, he works in one, and he kind of I was starting off the Captain's Deck channel and talking to him about, you know, wanting to start a podcast. And this was a couple of months before we, I got, I got, um, I put the idea out in the Nordic Keyforge League server. And um, he, he kind of said to me, "Well, why don't you explore the the constructed side? Because there's, I've, 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 a lot of people I play with have been discussing this a lot recently. Why don't you do that?" And I felt that it was a bit of a taboo. You know, it's 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 the thing you just don't touch, you don't discuss, you don't. You know, it's like it's like you know, he who should not be named. Um, you you just don't discuss deck selection, uh, a deck construction in Keyforge because it's not that game. That's not the game that we signed up for. That's not the game we bought into. That's not. Yeah, that that that's this is this is the niche that Keyforge is, um, and it feels like they are they're they're doing the forbidden <laughs> yeah. the forbidden thing in 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 this game and they're breaking their own rules that's what my that's my gut reaction here that's the that's my first reaction going wait they're doing what they're making this official so yeah. you are you agreeing with that that there shouldn't be um deconstruction elements in keyboard I, I, the thing is, I wanted to try the cube out. So, you know, maybe building up your cube and so you draft, you can draft Keyforge decks. I think that's quite interesting. I kind of wanted to try it out, but it still feels, I feel, it still feels like it's a forbidden part of the game for me. It's going to take me a while to get my head around it because it does sound pretty cool. It does make me think, though, are they trying to appeal to a new player base? Hmm. The yeah. player base to to, to widen the play, uh, the Keyforge player base to bring in more players from Magic: The Gathering, which does seem to be losing players right now. Um, 
from maybe Flesh and Blood, where the meta is, you know, a little bit crazy right now, and um, you know, trying to pull people in from these other types of games into into Keyforge by saying, well, you know, we can have this. Maybe I'm just I'm 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 completely speculating here. Yeah, well, that's I, I think... also my interpretation. I, I think uh, that's uh, the goal to broaden what Keyforge is in order to bring in new players, maybe players to dismiss Keyforge mm-hmm. uh, because of its unique uh, nature. Like. Yeah. That wants this, um, and I I don't think that's a bad uh, bad idea. Uh, personally, I I don't uh, I don't have any problems with them uh, exploring this. Uh, yeah. I do. I don't just don't think they should do it uh, at this level. Maybe no. I think they should tone it down. Maybe yeah. introduce one format uh, where this is a thing. Maybe. Instead of having it as a format, having it as a variant that you can use and alternate between. Um, but overall, I, I think I'm positive. Uh, and I also have yeah. a cube, so maybe I'm <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for me, for me, even the, the, the idea of breaking up a Keyforge deck is just like, it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> just to even even kind of unsleeve because I've got all my de- best deck sleeve. I like unsleeve a few houses just to, to, to make something. I'm just like, okay, am I going to, am I going to lose track of, of, of where some cards are? Um, but the important thing is that for me, the positive thing is for this is that it feels like Ghost Galaxy are listening to the small pocket of people who want constructed in this game because the game itself is so good and so unique. It's so different from the dueling, have to kill your opponent kind of thing. To, it's the racing game. They're listening to the small community and saying, cool, we're in this opportunity where OP isn't alive in shops anymore. Let's try some stuff out and let's listen to this small community and see, is this, is this something that we can do because it hasn't been explored before. So mm. this is, this is a huge positive for me on ghost galaxies side. Mm. Jonas, what did you, do you want to add in some of your, no, just, uh, well, my, when I, I think you both are right that this is, uh, this is a play to try and get new players into the game. Right. Mm. And that on its own could be a good thing for sure. Uh, mm. So yeah, I just wanted to agree yeah. with you on that. Because yeah, yeah I mean, because any game to, for any game to survive, one it needs to develop, it needs to grow. Um, there will be some changes that will make the purists a little bit uncomfortable, um, but it needs new players because there's only so many decks one person can buy. Despite you know a few, yonder king, for example, um, challenging that, <laughs> he's going that to be idea. in a good position now. He has so many bad decks that maybe have one good yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there must there must be one good, um, decent combination with those five thousand. He will finally be the king for real, <laughs> yeah. the deck king. Um, but yeah, so. You know, there's there's only so many decks. So for for the game to grow and capitalize on that, and for it to be a big competitive game, we need players. We need people to buy decks. We need people to play the game. We need people to fall in love with the game the way we have. So this could be a good thing. And so I don't feel have any negative feelings towards Ghost Galaxy at all for trying this out. And they should be testing this. 
with players who play the game, not just people who are their playtesters or who are their designers or something. And it made me think about something else as well, is that the, maybe with when the game was with its um, previous owners, they had a design team. They had staff that could try these things out. Ghost Galaxy have six members of staff. And they don't have the design team in place for future sets just yet. So they're still going off on there. They've, they've, they've obviously Christian Peterson is a great game designer anyway. So he's got then he's got some people he can talk to. They've got a small few people who can make some changes here. But you know, these it feels like this this event this Q4 celebration is a little bit of playtesting for them to see okay how how does this work are they going to have any problems do we need to tweak stuff or do they just need to drop some things that's okay yeah yeah but but it makes me like think why like what is the reason uh, apart from bringing up bringing new players and try the deck building or deck construction thing um uh, what is the reason for uh, like swapping out uh, Archon, for example, like changing that? Mm. Um, um, I don't know. It feels like they uh, releasing this kind of post with uh, saying this is the new thing and changing uh, everything. I feel like they could have maybe done it a bit smoother, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. If it's just a, like a playtest thing, they could have announced it maybe a That's bit true. differently, possibly, yeah. uh, to keep people a bit more calm, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Have... I feel like I feel like changing this amount uh, at once uh, is just gonna make it feel very very different. Yeah. And I think you could you could make it different without uh, like changing every format, maybe. Yeah keeping some things uh, as they are yeah. sealed, for example, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, and I think I, I, working with variants rather than just saying these are the three formats, uh, uh, I think that might be better. Uh, yeah. 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 And and, and, and adding deck construction, and we've said this just now, or one of you said this just now, adding deck construction to two formats, I think is a little risky. Yeah, yeah, because then I think you are saying deck construction is Keyforge more than unique deck play. What you get yeah. is Keyforge. Yeah. Uh, had you if you had two uh, more like original formats and then having this uh, as one for, uh, a new format um, with deck construction, I think uh, the community would uh, handle it differently, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Because the community haven't handled this news particularly well in some areas, um, which is a little bit in, a little bit worrying, a little bit in. I got a little bit annoyed reading some some of the comments personally because it feels like there's a bit of cancel culture out there with people already to put on Facebook and and in some server Discord saying that they you know as soon as the pledge managers open they're going to cancel their pledge um, because this isn't the game they signed up for and this isn't the game they bought into and, you know, getting upset. And I just feel that, you know, this, this, this news has been out six, seven hours now. Yeah. Like you, you gotta give change a chance sometimes just to see if 
you know, you've got to try something out before you bash it. Yeah, and especially like Ghost Galaxy have been very responsive to feedback in the past uh, during the campaign and before showing that they are listening to what the community thinks. So mm. rather than saying uh, you should cancel your pledge, maybe send them a message. Yeah. Tell them what you think about this mm. and give some construct- constructive feedback uh, on how you would like to, to see it uh, yeah. instead. Yeah. Like might be the, the first thing you could do. And then you, when you get the rude uh, response, <laughs> go cancel your pledge then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it makes it, I, I, it makes me wonder like though, if like sometimes if you want to f- get a community's reaction, you've got to be outrageous in what you put out there to really go, okay, I'm going to say something outrageous now give us give us your worst give us give us what you think now let's just put this out there and get okay maybe this is what they're doing we want to know how the community feel about that construction there we go i don't know it just it just feels like this is such a a left field thing which no one was expecting that maybe this is a way to to get this is more market research for them i don't know um i kind of wish we could you know be a fly on the wall in Ghost Galaxy's um, staff <clears throat> meetings um, to find out the the answer to these questions. Um, but, you know, this is just some, some speculation here of just going, because I know if I want to get a big reaction out of someone close to me, maybe it's my wife, my kids or something, <laughs> I will, I will say something completely outrageous just to understand what they are, what they are. And, you know, when, when I tell, you know, I tell her, I've just spent, you know, a hundred thousand crowns on something. She's like, what? I d- no, don't worry. I'm, it's fine. There's only 10,000. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's never happened, but it's that kind of, that kind of thing of, you know, um, be a little more outrageous and then find out how people really feel rather than just, you know, changing things a little bit. And then, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, it could be, could be, it could be, I don't know. Uh, but I feel like also in interviews and stuff, they have been, or Chris and T. Peterson have been um, uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, giving maybe some hints that this would be coming, uh, like speaking about decisions that the community would feel yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. not so great about possibly. So yeah, yeah. that was in the I, game, I think like... they like the the um, reactions wouldn't be that surprising to them. I think. Exactly. I think warming people up there as well. And there's a really good interview on Help Future Self, um, their episode of the previous Monday. Um, so get hey, listen to that and kind of listen to, to what he's saying because they he kind of mentioned there that they've been really taken aback by the it's just the positive thing from the community. But you know, they, they could be the end of a honeymoon period. They might make some decisions that people aren't too happy with. But you know, <laughs> for Keyforge to survive players maybe that's the way forward yeah there so um, do any of you miss uh, adaptive by the way i really want adaptive to be a bigger thing I've, I've never played in real life adaptive and i really wanted to i don't love adaptive personally i think it's okay so i'm, I'm not super sad i miss uh, i miss reversal more <laughs> <laughs> okay. wait you you don't like adaptive I how, think... do, how, how do we kick you out of this room <laughs> i think it's okay it's okay. Yeah. I like yeah. every other format more. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, I like uh, I like adaptive, but um, I like it a lot actually. So yeah. I think if they go for, I think it has its place in just a high level OP. Um, yeah. Uh, I think if you want to have it, have it there. So I'm a bit sad yeah. to to not see that, but uh, reversal, I could do without for sure. <laughs> It just reversal just takes so long. It's such a fun format, but it just takes so long. Um, you could play a reversal game at the same time you could play Ark on best of three. <laughs> yeah. So, Hydra, what do you think? Uh, so, one thing that you have seen in discussion about this format is people already putting together potential uh, alliance decks they could make. And some of them, and, and they use that as an example of why this format may not work super well in high, mm-hmm. really high level play. And it's that you can put together some really broken stuff that basically, basically you can put out, you can make decks that 40% of the time they will win on their first turn if they're player two. So then it becomes a game of do you become player two or not? <laughs> and then mm-hmm. you make the one one turn kill combo, which you can make if you have, I don't know, library access in multiple houses, which is possible with this, if you have library access Mavericks, uh, or library access plus United Action, in uh, in uh, which, which allows you to play every, uh, basically every card. Then it's not turn two because it's an alpha and you can't play cards unless you have them in play, but... You can very it's quickly. It's still a pretty quick win. Yeah, yeah, and things like that. So, and I think people definitely definitely have a point here that if you are completely unlimited, and this this format, as they have described, it has no limitations on sets. It has no limitations on cards. It has no banned cards. Uh, so I think what is going to happen once this is tried out at the Keyforge celebration, there are a lot of good players in the US with large collections and some of them are going to bring really stupid broken decks and show why maybe this format will not be super fun the way it's currently formulated Uh, and then I'm hoping that based on that they can uh, they can change the format I think for example a lot of the problems with the format would disappear if you say all all three houses needs to be from the same set uh, yeah, that, mm-hmm. because yeah. then you don't get kind of combos that were not like designed to be possible, basically. Uh, or if you say, sir, the algorithm will, we we all know this, it will limit certain cards to one per deck, uh, and in this format, without any restrictions, you would be able to get more through the help of Mavericks. But now with this, you could say, okay, you cannot have more than one of this list of cards or something in your alliance deck that could help mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Uh, and finally, a third thing which I don't know how to how to fix is that uh, it's basically enhancements. I have two problems with enhancements in this format, and one is that a lot of enha- cards that give your deck enhancement they are not very good. So, like you, you get uh, Gloriana's attendant. It's a one power creature that does nothing but it gives two pips to your deck. Uh, so they're kind of balanced by the fact that this, they give value to your deck by not doing much on their own. Mm-hmm. With this format, yeah. if you have a deck where all all the all the pips ended up in another house, so you have a deck with three or four attendants, 
and none of the pips ended up in untamed, they ended up in logos instead. You can take that logos out without having the the balancing mechanic of these creatures that do nothing on their own in the untamed side. Uh, so I think I think that's a problem. Uh, like, um, and also maybe there is a risk of cheating also with enhancements, especially for those sets where they don't have data on where the enhancements were. Uh, so th- those are things they need to to look out for as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think those are are good points. Uh, I don't think, uh, like in high level OP, when they try this, you will see that many like different decks. You will see very, a lot of repeat houses because there are certain houses that just are very mm. strong. And you would either see uh, crazy combo decks uh, or uh, like Genka decks with um, uh, with a lot of support. Uh, or uh, like this a disruption, um, control the weaks, uh, and things that just shut up, shuts off the opponent's deck um, mm. from uh, all the three houses. Yeah. So yeah, um, they certainly need uh, set restrictions, in my opinion. That was my yeah. gut reaction yeah, when I read definitely. this as well. Uh, since each set is balanced, like uh, within the set. Uh, but I think also the the other points that you bring up uh, are also uh, something they should think about adding if they want to try this. Yeah, so yeah, good points. Really, really good points, Jonas. Uh, I think they are. Yeah, it does have the potential to be to be to be broken if we if if we don't put those limitations on it. I but it's an intriguing there. like uh, thought experiment. Uh, I want to see in my own collection what. <laughs> like what's the best I could create? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it so can in that be, sense, it's uh, fun. <laughs> it can be fun, even if they on this Keyforge calibration, they have really broken decks. That one event yeah. where they do it yeah. could be fun, like just to see what's possible, and then they say, "Okay, oops, we we don't do this later." But <laughs> today it was fun yeah. just to see. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I really would. Do you guys want to go out to Minnesota next month? Should we do it? Should we just you know <laughs> sell our sell our houses and go? We don't yeah, need to it's hear. A great idea. It's a great timing to sell our houses. Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> good time for it. <laughs> or you know, you know exactly. We don't, you know, sell our houses, buy tents, and then you know we don't need to worry about heating bills. Um, or you know, Ghost Galaxy. If you want to, uh, your you know Nordic um, fans coming over, you know, give us give us an all expenses trip over there. Are you we asking for a bribe? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you caught me. Don't put it so bluntly. <laughs> well, I know it's not going to happen, so we might as well just, you know, do what we can. Anyway, yeah. So, um, any, any, do we have any more reactions? Any more thoughts? I'm going to have like twenty more tonight as I'm trying to sleep. Um, but anything yeah, else? I'm sure we'll get a reason uh, to get back yeah. to this in later episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. Cool. So this was this was like this was recorded like we're talking six seven hours after the news of this was released. Hopefully, I'll be able to get this episode out, and you would have seen that we got the part two episode of our um, uh, spoiler episode out uh, roughly around the same time as well. Um, and so we wanted to kind of uh, push that, so we had some you know um, 
continuity here but please get a hold of us on where where you know us where you find us uh where can the hydrophilic attack where can they find you yeah i'm i'm on discord all the time and you can find me also at hydro underscore attack on twitter yeah you can't miss them any 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 channel in any discord where they talk about rules you will see hydro um there um yeah, which is really good me <laughs> yeah algonon where where were you where were you going to be stealing other people's catchphrases from how do they get hold of you so either you have to go to my house and knock on my door or you can see me on the <laughs> discord uh i'm algonon r uh, and nine 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 if you want to get in contact with me on this card awesome and if you do I'm knock Jason. on his door uh, there is a chance you get to see his very beautiful uh, morning bathroom yeah. uh, so. I, I, mean, I always weird. open the door with the bathroom we... <laughs> <laughs> hey mr postman <laughs> the reason i'm making this comment is that he's he's wearing a bathrobe now as we're re- and i'm probably only a bathrobe right now um I've got a bit of knee action there as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> bare chested there. Yeah. yeah. Those of you who saw our spoiler video um, on YouTube, uh, when uh, when we started to record that um, and, and all logged in, uh, Carl sat down with what he was wearing now, basically bathrobe and nothing else. And I had to tell him that, you know, we're recording this for YouTube as well. Yeah, and um, I felt uh, this is a treat I exclusively give to my podca- podcast. Exactly. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> so, why yeah. we review on here. So you know, we, we didn't want this is an exclusivity. If we ever do pa- Patreon um, in the future, we've we, we're not sure if we will. If we ever do it in the future, maybe this could be a um, you know the the ten dollar mark. Um, this is this is this is this is what you get for ten dollars. We're we're selling you off here, Carl. Or you can look for him at his house, and you might yeah, get it. Exactly. We'll, 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 I'm getting we'll, uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Send us send us a thousand crowns and we'll give you his address. Um, uh, anyway, oh, you can find you know, me. Jason will take the bribe. So <laughs> I'm totally taking the bribe. I want to buy more keyboard. I've got to somehow pay for my pay for my pledge. Um, I prostitute myself for you. Get a keyboard stick. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get my grill in. Um, yeah, this is getting out of hand. We should we should probably. If you end want this. to find me, you guys can find me. I'm. Uh, Jason the Captain Kirk on uh, in the NKFL Discord. I'm on Discord elsewhere, or I'm at Run As To Win on Twitter. And yeah, that's our episode. That's our reaction. Uh, good night, everyone. For John and Prosper, see you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs>